if you are watching this live, welcome. So glad that you tuned in right now. Um, if you're watching this later, also welcome. Glad you tuned in now. Um, whenever it's convenient for you. That's why I leave these up here. Uh, these do not have to be live, but it is fun when it's live because we get to we get to talk. We get to interact. You can ask your questions. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, there we go. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, cool. That's better. I just had to mute myself real quick because uh, I was pulling up uh, the live video, do a little inception thing. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Today, this topic is going to be um, how to use styled shoots for success. The, the biggest thing for me is um, styled shoots need to have a purpose. If you're doing a styled shoot um, before you even start planning it, before you, uh, you know, there are styled shoots that you can, um, you can like pay to play where uh, other people put together everything. And then you as a photographer can come in and photograph it for your portfolio and that's it. And it's usually anywhere from like 50 to a couple hundred dollars, um, to, to participate in a styled shoot like that. Um, those are cool. Those are good for portfolio building. <clears throat> that's usually about it. Uh, sometimes you can make some vendor relations, uh, especially if the vendors are there. Um, but really that's, that's about all of those styled shoots are good for, in my opinion. Um, you might get some other things out of it. I don't know, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to be talking more about styled shoots that you personally are putting together. So, um, when you're putting together a styled shoot, you gotta have a purpose. You need to know what, like, why are you doing this? It's not just a, I want to take photos today. Uh, cause you can do that anytime and people probably pay you to do that as well. Um, so I'm going to go over like three of the main purposes, uh, that you may have, um, you, you may personally have a different purpose than these three, but these are the three main ones, um, that, uh, either, you know, I've had, or that I have seen others have in putting together style shoots. So one is portfolio building. If you are newer in the industry or newer in, um, like a new market or something like that, and you need photos in, um, in the new town that you move to, or you just need photos period for social media, for your website, um, then portfolio building. And that is your purpose. And you want to keep your purpose in mind as you're planning and as you are executing the whole uh, style shoot, because your purpose is going to drive a lot of why you're doing things and how you do things. So portfolio building, 
is one. Um, another is vendor relationships. Um, if you want to build relationships and trust with other vendors, um, that could be a purpose. And then uh, finally, the third one is uh, finding your ideal clients. Um, sometimes you can put together a styled shoot where it is um, everything is all set up and then you invite couples to come, you know, take free engagement photos with all this, all these props or like, you know, $50 engagement photos or something pretty inexpensive for them to where they feel like they're getting a deal and everything looks amazing because you've put together a style shoot. That could be another purpose of style shoots or could be a combination of the three, usually a combination of the three. Um, and you can just kind of see what percentage, like which one is like the main purpose and then other purposes that are also in there. Um, but I'm going to go over the portfolio one first. If you are needing images, this is a great, uh, great purpose for a style shoot. Um, so first you want to think about who your ideal client is of this. We talk about this a lot. Um, with your, um, like your branding, uh, position, uh, with your business, with, uh, how you talk on social media, how your website is laid out, everything should be focused toward your ideal client. Um, and you don't know your ideal client, take a little bit, just think, uh, either think of, um, some past clients that were just amazing and you would want to work with them a hundred times over. And if like all of your clients were that couple, uh, just like different versions of them, you would be so happy and it would be so easy and it would be, they would have an amazing time and you would have an amazing time. So those, uh, that's one way to find your ideal client. Another is to just think about, um, you know, age range, uh, where they shop, um, you know, what, what are they into? What's their style? All that kind of stuff. So that's going to help you when planning a style shoot. So you don't just be like, Oh yeah. Um, I don't know, boho, but also rustic. And then also industrial because there's a bunch of different things. Um, so think about your ideal client um, and then think about what they would want to see like inspiration for their weddings. Cause that's what this is going to be is you want to inspire them by looking at your photos from this, uh, this styled shoot to be like, Ooh, yeah, I want my wedding to be like that. Who was the photographer? Oh, they put this all together. Then I'm going to hire them. Cause obviously my wedding photos will look like this. Um, Another thing to think about is um, who your ideal clients, ideal vendors are. So if you have, um, if you have a client in mind and you're starting to put this together for them and they're more of the boho, like small intimate wedding, maybe an elopement or something like that. And then you're looking for a venue to host and instead of looking for like maybe a beachfront option or, uh, you know, out on the lake or in the mountains or something like that, um, you go with this like airplane hangar industrial place, which airplane hangar industrial venues are really cool. Um, and they would be a great spot for a style shoot, but they may not fit the style that your ideal client is looking for. So you want to have that in mind as you're planning it. That way, everything is cohesive. Everything it speaks to them to where 
all the styles like line up together and they're just like, this is amazing. I just want to replicate this entire thing, venue, florist, all the stuff. Um, and then obviously the photographer. So think about them. Um, also, uh, where would their dream wedding take place? Um, is it going to be a destination type place? Is it going to be a, uh, I don't know, like a, a courthouse um, or a city park type local elopement? Or is it going to be a big barn wedding with 400 people? Um, think about where their dream wedding will take place and then start talking to vendors who would fall into that area. Um, also another way, another reason that you would want to do a portfolio shoot is for diversity in your portfolio. If you're doing a bunch of barn weddings and you know, you in your local area, there are seven different barns and everyone's getting married at the barns and all the photos that you have are all these barns. Um, speaking to you, uh, fellow Texas photographers, there's nothing wrong with barn barn venues, but they do kind of get tiring after a little while. Um, I'm always excited anytime that it is not a barn. Um, and it's like a new place and I get to get to photograph a new, a new spot. Um, but if you have a lot of the same type of photos, or if you work at, at one venue over and over again, um, then a portfolio styled shoot would be a good option because you can pick a location that's different than what you normally shoot. You can pick a style than what's different than you normally shoot. If most of your couples are kind of on the more budget side and you know they've got the, the burlap and the lace and the mason jars filled with twinkle lights, then uh, you know maybe you can put together a styled shoot that's a little bit more elegant, a little bit more um, luxury, luxurious, high-end looking. Uh, that way you have some more high-end photos for your portfolio um, and maybe get some more high-end uh, clients as well. So that's a good way to kind of like break into a new market. Um, uh, and then also, you know, if you're moving to a, a, a literally a new market, like a new, um, new town, new state, anything like that, put together a style shoot. So you have photos of like in that location. Um, also side note, if you are moving to a new place, take a couple trips ahead of time. If you know that you're going to be moving in six months, like go out there, take a trip for a long weekend, put together a few shoots. They don't have to be full on styled shoots with a bunch of vendors. They could just be a couple in a field or like some fixture uh, that looks like that place um, that people who live in that new area would see the background and be like, Oh yeah, that's definitely the, like the, that's the town square of wherever you're moving to. Um, and then also if your clients tend to look like you, um, and you want to attract people who don't just look like you, um, that is a great, a great way to do a portfolio style shoot. I've done this before because me being a straight white man tend to attract straight white couples. Um, because I don't know, it's familiar, it's safe or whatever. They're like, Hey, you look like me. You're probably going to know how to photograph me. Um, so I, I wanted to, to photograph 
all people uh, because I love all people and I love those stories. And um, I just found that like 95% were just, you know, white couples, heterosexual, and they looked like me. And that was, I mean, that's, that's fine. I was, you know, making money and everything, but I wanted to diversify more my portfolio with different couples. So I reached out to a few different people, uh, for doing a styled shoot like that. Um, I would, uh, caution you to be careful to not tokenize people. Um, you know, if you're like, Oh, Hey, uh, like, like last June is a good example of this. Um, when, you know, there was the whole, uh, blackout Tuesday or blackout week or whatever, whenever it was that everyone put a black square on their Instagram and we're like, yeah, I'm an ally for, you know, uh, people of color. Then people were looking through their portfolios and like, I don't have a single person of color in my portfolio. I need to put together a styled shoot so I can do this. Um, be careful not to tokenize people, uh, people of color, people, uh, you know, LGBTQ community. Um, also side note for LGBTQ, uh, couples, it's really good idea. If you're going to be doing a same sex styled shoot to have a same sex, like real couple as the couple. Um, I always discourage against getting models for styled shoots because sure they're comfortable in front of the camera and all that, but, um, but there's, there's a very little connection. I've done this a few times kind of early on just because I, I had done a couple of fashion events and I knew models. So I was like, Oh, Hey, cool. Would you model for this photo shoot? And then they did, but like, the connection was not there. And like, there was very little PDA because that's awkward, um, with this dude that you don't know. Um, so, uh, I would just caution you to not go out and get models to play people, but to get actual couples. Um, and if you're going to do, uh, an LGBTQ styled shoot, um, get, a same-sex couple, um, or non-binary couple or whomever, uh, that you're wanting, have that be their real selves in their real life. Um, and, and it's going to, going to be so much better for you and for them and for the whole community at, as a whole. Um, so that's kind of like portfolio building styled shoots and some reasons why you would do that. The next one is those vendor relations. So, um, Building vendor relations is very important in the early stages of moving to a new industry or new market. So look at the vendors who are already working with your couples. So if you have that ideal client in mind, then look around at the vendors who would be the ones that these couples are looking for. So again, style, Boho, industrial, barn, rustic, uh, beachfront, whatever it is, look for those vendors that fall in line with the style of your ideal client and then reach out to them. And, um, and then also you want to, uh, you want to reach out to the vendors that you dream about working with that are just amazing. You'd be like, this would be so awesome if I could work with this wedding planner, um, reach out to them tell them that like, if they have been on your dream list, tell them you've been on my dream list. I love the weddings that you do. I love 
you know, florist. I love the, the, the flower creations that you make, like the, the archways or like the hanging, like single roses and daisies and things from the ceiling over tables. Like that looks amazing. And that's so unique, or at least, you know, was at one point. And, um, you know, I'd love to work with you then tell them that because that will also help and that will go a long way. Um, and with the vendors, you want to go above and beyond. Don't just be like, hey, I want to work together. Can I use your venue? And then you just don't talk to them again until the photo shoot. And then it's the photo shoot. And then that's it. Um, but like brainstorm with them. Talk talk to them about like, hey, you're, you're part of this style shoot now. So what is it that you're wanting to get out of it? What are the photos that you want to focus on? What are the, the aspects of your venue? What are the aspects of your service that you're providing me that you would really want some photos? Do you want like close detail shots of the different types of liquor that you have for your, um, your bartending service? Do you want um, like an overall shot of all the flowers in the whole building for your floral company. Like talk to them, get to know what they're wanting. And then one, it's going to make them feel more important uh, and more part of the styled shoot. They're going to feel cared for and they will trust you more, um, which will probably lead to referrals um, or, you know, more shout outs on social media, which is always great. Um, and then, um, communicate as you're going on, just like, Hey, style shoots in two months. So excited. Let me know if you need anything, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, send them, uh, mood boards, any, you know, Pinterest, uh, board that you put together of inspirational shots and like, Ooh, this would be really cool for the bouquet. What do you think about this? Or, um, or even just have them send you a few things of what they're thinking of that would also be great. And then, um, talk to, uh, talk to some of them, some vendors, some vendors can work for free and do like, um, a service for service, uh, like an in-kind thing where they provide the venue space in kind for free, um, be with you providing photos for them. That's how most vendors are going to be some that um, like literally have to provide tangible things like um, like a florist, like a caterer, a bartender, makeup artist that they are using some of their resources, um, especially florists, because, you know, those flowers are not going to be good for the next weekend um, and are probably not going to be the same flowers uh, from, you know, a wedding the, the weekend before. So, um, so keep that in mind, uh, that you may have to, uh, pay just a little bit, uh, to get them to participate and, um, and don't be, don't be snobby about that. Be, you know, know that up front. that way, if they say, yeah, it'd be, you know, for what I'm thinking, it'll be about $700 for the flowers. You can be like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, that we can do $700 or that's a little bit out of my budget for this photo shoot. Like where can we scale down? I still want you to be a part of this. 
I still want this to look amazing uh, for you, uh, for these photos, but we can't quite do $700. We could probably do like four. Um, you know, what would that get us? What are some things that we could scale back on? What are some things that we could repurpose from maybe a bouquet from earlier to taking that apart to be some, uh, some loose flowers on the reception table or something. Um, but yeah, working with them, knowing that you may have to pay some of the vendors to participate, um, is big. Cause, uh, the first one that I did, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Cause I was like, I oh, know I'm giving you photos. That's very important. Uh, that's valuable for you. This is marketing material. And, um, you know, the, it's a lot of like out of pocket stuff for them. Um, and they don't know what the photos are going to look like. So keep that in mind. Um, then kind of, uh, along with that, you want to have written agreements with anyone who's participating the, uh, the, vend the other vendors that are going to be part of your style shoot, send them a little written agreement. It doesn't have to be a long 17 page contract, but something to where they know what they are, uh, expected to do and they know what they're going to be receiving from you. Um, that way there's no, uh, there's no, um, misunderstandings. There's no, uh, you know, hard, what is it? It's not hard feelings. Is that right? Maybe it's hard feelings. There's no, um, yeah, y'all are on the same page with everything. Uh, that way, everything runs smoothly. And if they have any questions, they can either look back at the contract and be like, oh, yeah, they said that they would be sending me uh, around this many images. This is going to be what I'm going to take out of it. I will be able to post these on social media, on my website. Um, all I have to do is just tag this list of vendors that were involved. So, lastly, with um, <clears throat> with the, uh, the vendor relations photo shoots, share all the photos, tag them all over the place. Like you want this to be important. Don't do a styled shoot and then never share anything. Um, because one that makes the vendors to seem like, Oh wow. Yeah. I guess we didn't show up for what they were looking for. And now they're not going to share any photos. Um, but share the photos all over, share the photos with all the vendors. I mean, that's going to be part of your, um, your written agreement, but there have been some style shoots that I've, uh, not been a part of, but that I have seen online where, uh, you either have to pay extra to be able to use the photos or you have to like pay to play, um, to receive those photos later on. And that's just not, not a great way to do it. Um, so post all over social media, make a blog post about it. Um, that way you can highlight all of those vendors and, um, like you can, uh, make that blog an inspiration blog. That way it's reaching out to potential couples, not just for you, but also for those vendors too. Um, make a bunch of Pinterest, uh, pins, uh, highlighting not only your photography, but also highlighting each and every vendor so that, uh, that they're having stuff pointed toward them. Um, you know, it can all still go back to your blog, but, um, but to where, you know, it's popping up whenever people are looking for Houston wedding caterer, and then they're, 
pictures of their food from the photo shoot pop up and be like, Oh, that looks amazing. Bacon wrap dates. Yes. Um, and then submit to different publications. A lot of publications they're okay. Some are kind of straying away from styled shoots. Now they wanted the, the real, uh, the real things, but, um, but also some publications are still doing plenty of styled sheets and it's kind of a plus if you tell them this is a real couple and you know, this, these were used for their engagement session, or this was used as uh, an anniversary shoot. They've been married for two years and they got married at this venue and it was very special for them to come back and like put on their wedding clothes and do this photo shoot and kind of have a little bit more story into the submission for publication. Um, and then also you can do, uh, some pointed, um, social media posts where you take a handful of photos, do a little carousel, um, or maybe even a reel or something. I don't know. You can uh, post a few different photos that all highlight one of the vendors. And then of course tag all the vendors, but you can highlight one of them and just be like, Hey, this is a style shoot. This is an amazing vendor. You didn't even have to say this is a style shoot, but this is an amazing vendor that I've worked with and then highlight their stuff. Um, because one, they're going to share that all over for sure. And then two, maybe some of their couples will see that they're tagged in that and then come check you out. Um, and it'll, it'll help them. Some of your couples will go check them out because they're also looking for a bartender, um, or whatever. Um, and then lastly, we have the ideal client uh, style shoot, uh, purpose. Uh, so I already talked about the, uh, the other two purposes, which were, um, portfolio building and vendor relationships. And this one is if your main purpose is to find ideal clients, um, here's a couple things that you can do. Um, it looks like I may be frozen on Facebook right now. And if I am, then, uh, then I am. And you can listen to this on Monday. Um, but when you're trying to find your ideal clients, um, again, <clears throat> look at, uh, who their ideal vendors would be, and then reach out to them to be part of the style shoot. Um, also this is, this is, uh, the main purpose Usually whenever you're looking at um, moving into a new market, either you're moving to a new city or you're wanting to break into uh, like the next level up market, uh, you know, budget to mid range, mid range to luxury, whatever. Um, and you're wanting to move up, you can do a styled shoot for your ideal clients. Um, you kind of want to always have your ideal clients in mind um, whenever you're planning style shoots. But if this is the main focus, then, then you can do that. And, you know, think about what their style would be, what location would fit best, what details they are interested in, and then point that toward them. Um, you can also invite your ideal clients. If, uh, you know, if you're doing the Instagram uh, game that we've talked about uh, multiple times on the podcast where you are like digging on Instagram to find your ideal clients, following them, engaging with them, um, and befriending them. You can reach out to one, two, however many couples and just be like, Hey, I'm putting together this style shoot. 
I think it would be amazing. Uh, like I, I, I think that it's exactly your style. I think you would be an amazing couple for this. If you're interested, I'd love to talk more, blah, blah, blah. Here's this, here's our inspo board. Here's one that we've done similar in the past or whatever. Um, and reach out to them about being the model couple. Um, I've done this before and then they ended up booking me for their wedding because it was such a great experience and it was fun uh, to do a style shoot. It, it doesn't matter what your main purpose is uh, for the style shoot. It could be any of those three or a completely different one that I didn't even think of. Um, it, whatever your purpose is, the after the photo shoot is one of the most important parts. So it is, it's very important to follow through and to not just like do the style shoot and then be like, whoo, we did it. We're done. I took the photos. This was a lot of planning and I'm so ready to just like go back to my normal couples and weddings and all that. Um, so this is where you want to really get on like quick turnaround for, for some sneak peeks, like at least a photo that highlights each vendor um, within a couple of days if not later that day or the next day, because you want, they, they've probably been sharing some behind the scenes videos or something on social media. They're like, Hey, we're doing this photo shoot. Look at this. Isn't this going to be amazing? Can't wait to see the photos. And then you turn around and boom, the next day they have a handful of photos that they can share, but that's going to build trust with those vendors. And then that's also going to impress some couples who are watching as well. And they're like, you got photos back the next day. That's crazy. Let me go check out this photographer. Oh, they say that in their experience page on their website that you get photos within 24 hours of your wedding. I want to hire them because I want that. So that's side note, do that. Um, but share, share quickly and then share everything. Don't just like put together a group of, oh, these are some photos that, uh, that showcase whatever it is that that vendor provided, but do the whole gallery and just be like, Hey, here's the whole gallery. Pick any photos that you want, pick all the photos that you want, use all of them. Um, again, do that blog post and then send that to each individual, uh, vendor that was involved, including the models. Um, make reels and TikToks, um, highlighting, maybe taking some behind the scenes footage that you took. Um, and then like incorporating that into final photos that you've taken and do those reels again, tagging all the vendors that were involved. Um, or you could just do, uh, like, uh, a highlight reel of all the photos from the day. Um, and you can also do uh, IGTV or Facebook Live or YouTube Live or whatever uh, conversations <clears throat> conversations with each of the vendors. And you can reach out to them afterwards and be like, hey, it was amazing working with you for that style shoot. I'd love to kind of like introduce my, my following to you a little bit more. So uh, would you be down for like a 15-minute like brief little IGTV. We're just going to go live. We're going to talk to each other. I'll ask you these four questions. Uh, like don't overwhelm them with like, Hey, we're just going to chat and uh, no idea what we're going to talk about. Cause 
some people don't like that. Um, so like send a few questions, like these are going to be the main points that we're going to talk about. We might talk about other things. I don't know, but I want to introduce you to my following so that maybe, uh, we can work together. Uh, maybe one of my couples will hire you, or maybe one of your couples will hire me and we can work together again. That would be amazing. Um, but reach out to, to all the vendors and do that. I mean, it's like 15, 15 minutes each. The odds are you're probably not going to have more than 10 vendors in a style shoot. Uh, I know like four hour workshops that we do, we tend to have 12 to 15 vendors. Um, but we, we also have a lot of vendor friends and we want to do that a lot. But, um, but even if you have 10 vendors that are involved 15 minutes each, that's math. And it's not, it's like just a few hours probably. Uh, but like, you're not going to do that all in a day. That's probably going to be over weeks. So it's like maybe 15 minutes a week, or, uh, you can do like two of those a week or something and just kind of like go, uh, bringing them back into, uh, the, the focus or the, um, the, the eyes of your followers. Um, and then also that would help you come back into the eyes of their followers as well. Um, and then of course, doing those social media shout outs of each of the vendors and tagging everyone. Anytime that you post a photo does not matter if it is a photo of the food, like tag the florist, tag the makeup artist, tag everyone that was involved in the photo shoot, because um, that's important. They were all part of it. And, you know, or definitely list it. You may not tag them in the actual photo because, you know, I don't know. You can, you can tag if you want to, you can not tag if you want to, but definitely mention them in the comment or in the caption because they were part of that photo shoot. Um, and then, um, make posts with those individual details from, uh, from each of the, those shout outs. So do a post from that styled shoot that highlights just the makeup artists and it's all different details of the makeup, maybe a behind the scenes shot you got to, or something like that, that kind of highlights that one vendor and then do that with all the other vendors too. Um, cause that's again, going to build that trust and, uh, and if vendor relations is your main purpose, this is huge because they're going to feel really valued by you. And they are going to love that you are shouting them out on your platform. And then they're going to want to either shout you out or add you to a preferred list or something. Cause they want to work with you. If this is the way that you treat the vendors that you work with. Um, so I love that. And then also remember to thank all the vendors just send a little note afterwards, maybe a day or two later, or maybe whenever you send those, uh, those sneak peek images, like a day later, um, just send a little thank you note. Thank you so much for doing this. I know this took a lot of time and effort and everything turned out amazing. Um, it was awesome to work with you. I look forward to uh, future weddings and photo shoots and all the things that we will have together. Um, so do that. So um, just to kind of recap, those three main purposes are um, portfolio building, vendor relationships, or finding your ideal clients. And the most important part is all that that I just went through, the post photo shoot, post styled shoot, sharing, 
caring and thanking and shout outs and all of those things. Um, that's where you're going to find the most success in those styled shoots. Um, the unsuccessful styled shoots are the ones that you just, you shoot and then you share the photos and then you just sit and you go back into your normal work. Um, the most successful ones are the ones where you build those relationships with the vendors, you build those relationships with their followers and you keep bringing it up and you keep, um, uh, repurposing that content on blogs and social media and, uh, to your email list and, uh, maybe even have them on your podcast. If you have a podcast and, uh, those kind of things where you can repurpose that one style shoot to multiple different avenues, multiple different things. You can even, uh, repurpose that later on months down the road and point back to all of these vendors. So I hope that's super helpful. Um, I, I love styled shoots. I don't do a ton of them. I have one coming up at the end of the month, which I'm excited about. Uh, one of the reasons why I did this podcast today. Um, but uh, yeah, just think about that. Uh, if you're thinking about putting together a styled shoot, if you're going to be part of a styled shoot, um, again, do all of that stuff that I talked about afterwards even if you are not the organizer of the photo shoot, if you paid $125 to go to a styled shoot that someone else put up and you take the photos for sure, reach out to those vendors and just be like, that style shoot was amazing. I loved being a part of it. Thank you so much for all you did. Uh, I'd love to share these photos with you. Uh, and a lot of times you have to share the photos with the vendors if you're going to be part of a solid shoot like that. But, um, but build those relationships, even if you're not the one who coordinated the whole thing. So yeah, let's get into the last segment of the show where we talk about what we're loving. Um, and this is usually, you know, books, TV, movies, uh, some sort of other kind of media. Um, maybe I'm loving that we're in the 90 degrees now and it's summer. Um, not really loving that too much because it is sweaty outside. But what I'm loving is a show on Netflix. It is called um, Living With Yourself. Um, and it stars Paul Rudd and also Paul Rudd. Um, it's an interesting show. I just finished up the whole, I don't know if it's the end of the series, but it's for sure the end of the first season. Uh, I think there were like eight episodes or something, um, but it's an interesting show. It's different. It's a different uh, kind of plot than some other shows. Um, I would say that it's more on the, it's like a, a what is it? Dramedy, like kind of more comedy, but also there's some drama in it. Um, and it follows, uh, Paul Rudd's character who is just kind of failing at life. His marriage has fallen apart. Uh, he just doesn't seem like he's having a great life and work is rough and everyone else is getting promoted and he's not. And then, uh, this guy tells him to go check out this spot and he's going to leave, uh, just a completely renewed man. And he goes to check it out. And turns out this spa will clone you. And um, what they what they do is uh, this is not giving away uh, anything. It's all in the trailer for the show, I believe. Um, at least it's not like it's going to be in the first episode within like the first twenty minutes or so. Uh, so don't worry, not not huge spoilers. Um, but 
yeah so this the spa um you come in uh, they pretty much clone you and then they use some gas to kill your original self and then they just go bury you somewhere but the the new clone has all the memories and everything of your original self so you still think or i guess the clone thinks that they are you and then uh but you're like peak condition you can do so many amazing things um and everything is just great all of the um i don't know like your dna is is perfect then um so something happens with paul rudd where he the original him uh wakes up in his grave and then goes to find like makes his way back home finds the clone self there and then it's all about living with his self and trying to figure out what they can do and uh who they can tell and all those things and hijinks ensue and it's pretty funny and it's it's interesting it's a different story so i liked it plus i'm like you know season pass on paul rudd i will watch anything that he's in um he's he's great i i love him uh but yeah so that's it um living with yourself it's on netflix so go check it out especially if you're a paul rudd fan um but yeah thanks for thanks for tuning into the show um if you have uh any topics that you want me to cover on here either in these uh solo bolo shows or on uh if you have uh someone else a a different guest that you want to come on the show if you're like hey i would really love to hear from this person because they are killing it in this aspect of the market um just tell me tell me who that is i will reach out to them and hopefully get them on the show Uh, got a lot of great guests coming up in the next couple months that i am very excited about um, not that I'm not excited about all the guests. I am literally excited anytime someone agrees to come on the show. Um, it is great. I love talking to people. I love talking to y'all, um, which is why we do these live. So um, if you didn't catch this live and you're catching the replay, for sure, uh, just type in a little comment or something. Um, I'd love to interact with you. Um, if I have not sent you a DM on Instagram, if you follow over there, or if uh, you have not been greeted and welcomed into this group yet, um, just do a little post. Say, hey, I'm excited to be in this group. Who wants to be my friend? Uh, because I'm all about community and I definitely want to be your friend. Um, so anyway, see you guys later. If you're putting together a style shoot, for sure tag me because I would love to see what you're doing. All right. Bye guys. But like always, we got all the links to all of the things in today's episode on the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 67. That is two thirds of the way to 100. That's exciting. Um, This episode was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask your questions and interact. Um, Make it more than just listening on your favorite podcast app. While you're on your favorite podcast app, I would love it if you would subscribe and then also uh, maybe leave a five-star review. If you're loving this podcast, if you have gotten anything out of this, if this has uh, changed your business at all, if you have been like, ooh, hey, I'm going to implement this thing. 
uh, I would love to hear about that um, either in a review or just, you know, DM or podcast group on Facebook. Um, just let me know. I, it's that's exciting for me. I love seeing um, seeing y'all's businesses grow and your life uh, just becoming better in what uh, you were hoping it would be. Um, this episode was edited by me. John Mansfield and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at light dark co. And you can find me at all heart photo, subscribe to the show, leave us a review. I'd love to hear from you until next week. I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye. Cool, cool, cool. And we're done. <laughs>